0: Are you a big believer in science? Like, maybe science has all the answers. Do you think maybe perhaps God is dead? Do you just hate religion and religious people? Well, you're in luck because today's episode we're going to be talking about, is God dead? This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? Yeah, so I was uh, listening to the book Night by Ellie Weasel this past week about the Holocaust uh, particularly like all Birkenau, places like that and it did i could see how after enduring something like that you could definitely have the feeling that god is dead because i mean just like everyone that you know being exterminated and it's like where are you god yeah
1: not only just exterminate but also all the things leading up to that the seizure of your property the being treated dehumanized you know, torture all those things yeah I mean, yeah, when those really when you see what humans are capable of, especially in situations like that, I think it can be easy to think that, you know, there can't possibly be a God, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not in this world to allow those things. It's interesting, too, because I think, you know, like uh, Nietzsche also said God was dead. And he meant that, like, you know, that was right when science was really getting kicking and going and doing, you know, we were making a lot of developments. The Industrial Revolution was happening in Europe and all and like you know, from his perspective, he, the way he thought of God being dead was that, you know, religion was no longer doing what it used to do for us. Like it wasn't motivating people to live their best lives, to, you know, be their best selves. People weren't really like,
0: we needed you Twitter know, like, and Instagram for that. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: You know, like the Sunday <laughs> Christian people are just going, but not really thinking about it. You know, the, you know, you have these organizations that are interested more in power than they are in like actually what they're talking about. So like, yeah, I mean, I think in the modern world we see it a lot, especially places like especially the US, I think, where you don't have you don't have a, you know, a, a one system for everybody where everybody believes the same thing it makes it very hard to see, you know, that it's still something that matters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well also they made it very clear the separation of church and state in the US. And I think that was a big thing. But uh talking about so like with the Holocaust, right afterwards was all the French existentialists and stuff like that. Camus, Sartre, all of them. So, clearly, they were impacted by what happened during the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's... It's almost... It's, you know, like, we see these atrocities happening nowadays, where there are genocides and wars and all types of crazy stuff, and nuclear whatever. Or should I say nuclear whatever. But it's it's kind of okay so i'm i'm just gonna go off a whole bunch of yeah, tangents yeah, I don't really yeah. have direction for this but yeah there was this book by oprah called what happened to i
1: you? didn't expect that but i like tangents
0: all <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so it was about like trauma okay. instead of instead of asking what's wrong with you which is clearly the first question that comes up ask like what happened to you so hitler exterminated I don't know, like 6 million Jews and Poles and Russians and like all these other people. I think that was how many. And you have to wonder what happened to him yeah. to cause him to do that. Well,
1: you know, that was a big question. I think the the existentialists were trying, to, not Hitler specifically, but like, you know, they had lived through the World War II. They saw all these atrocities. I mean, it was in France's backyard in some sense in some significant ways, right? And also, they saw people that they probably knew before the war that they thought were decent people then do things out of like survival instinct or whatever, or, you know, for whatever reason that they thought were like horrible. And they asked that question too, like, how could people do this? Like, you know, where is like our responsibility, our choice, you know, do you have choices? You know, cause the, the classic, you know, the classic excuse um, was, you know, I was just following orders. And it's like, but you still made the choice. You still did these things. So, how can you consider yourself like a okay or decent person, and then also do these things? You know,
0: yeah, that's a good question. Uh, there was one thing that that uh, that brought up when you were asking that. So, like, I think of the hierarchy of needs. You know how you have all these needs, and then when like you get to a certain level, and you can start thinking rationally about stuff. You know, what sex was that is guy's name? Was there? that like Ma- Maslow? Ma- Maslow. Yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Because in in night. <clears throat> the, the author, he was a young boy and he was in Auschwitz and then Birkenau with his dad and there was, they were like trying to survive together and uh, there was a moment when they were basically being like force marched out of uh, you know, probably like a hundred miles from one camp to another in the middle of winter when there was another father and son and the son saw the father fall down and looked and saw him and then just kept going and the author was like how like what why what makes somebody do that to where all of a sudden it's only about me and not about us and i think it comes down to the hierarchy of needs because you're you're literally like trying to survive and it's basically that's it
1: yeah, at that point, I mean, it's like your basic survival is it. And it's hard because it's hard to know when we look at these situations, too, because we don't know. Like maybe they had a conversation and the father knew he wasn't going to make it. And he was like, just keep don't even look at me. Just go. Cause it'll be harder if you stop, you know, or mm. they do something mm-hmm. to you because they were crazy too. They, You know, if they stop, they could get tortured or God knows what, maybe even killed on the spot. So it was like mm-hmm. a risk. But yeah, when it's just about survival, it's interesting what people do because it's like everything else goes out the window. And there's only one thing you can focus on is like making it to the next day, which is terrifying. Like when you yeah. think about it.
0: So it's like how does how does God let something like that happen? That's the question. I mean the same God <laughs> okay. who basically annihilated everybody except for Noah. <laughs> yeah. How does he let that happen? I know. I love when people ask that. It's like not
1: like God, if you if we're talking It wasn't about the first that, time. Yeah, it wasn't the first time. I mean well, you know it depends on you know it's funny dude because you get a big the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament are very different too. You know, you have a tribal God that like is fighting other entities and eradicating things and very like, you know, kind of like, you know, aggressive in some sense. And then you get that universal God that's like a little different and a little bit more detached, I think, and doesn't show up as much as I'm walking around with people all the time. You know, it's a different kind of
0: different kind of system. Another question that I had, was Hitler Christian or Catholic or one of those?
1: Absolutely. You know, I have no idea. You could probably look it up, I imagine. But yeah, like, I don't know if he... I
0: probably should have beforehand. But I don't know because he... it's just
1: I've never just like... actually seen anything on that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the part that the part that always boggles me, I, I can't figure it out, is like why there's so much animosity between Jews and Christians. Because Christians God was Jewish. Like I just I just don't get it. It's like Yeah, I don't know. Jesus was Jewish. And then I mean, he was he was the king of Jews.
1: Yeah, but you know, though the yeah, but the Christians had animosity between the different subsets of Christianity too. I mean, so like, you know, the Protestants, the the what Lutherans, the, you know, all of them they didn't all get along either. So, I mean, you know, it was yeah. just people with different ideas about how you should do things, mm. and you know, claiming. I think they were also you know they were claiming something that was you know they were using the old testament so they're claiming something that wasn't there for their own too and yeah you know, that probably made people angry i guess i don't
0: mm-hmm. know yeah so danny yes simple yes or no question is god dead
1: <laughs> yeah in a way i guess cuz i look at it uh, i think I no mean, you, think, you think no
0: i think okay. no okay yeah
1: I mean, I think it's, well, go ahead. No, you first, you first. Right. I was going to say, I think it's a matter of, you know, I think it is just a matter of belief. And I think it's a matter of, you know, I guess it's too, like, what do we want? I, this is the bigger question for me is like, what do we want from God or or belief in general? Like, what is the purpose? And I do kind of agree with Nietzsche in that sense, like, what is it doing for us? Is it helping us or is it hindering us? Is it moving us forward or holding us back? And I think in the sense that, like, it's not moving us forward, it's not helping us, it's not making us better, then I think it is. It's it's obsolete. If it is something that makes us stronger, better, moves us forward, makes us better people, then I think it's it's a positive thing. And, you know, it's something that still can exist. So I think it depends on belief, but I also think it depends on what that belief does for you. Mm-hmm. To give you an example, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. If if you believe, claim to believe, and are very self-righteous, and use that as a as a means to criticize others and try to you know force them to think how you think and stuff, then I think that's not God. <laughs> I think that's, I think oh, that's yeah. something else. You know oh, what I mean?
0: That's a, That's an excellent point. I I one hundred percent think that religion is wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like all of that stuff. Yeah. So I don't want to I don't want to confuse people when I say that yeah god god is still alive at least in my perspective but uh yeah I think this whole like religion we ha- we have it right and you have it wrong you need to do exa- cuz okay so like one thing that I like to do is I like to volunteer because it makes me feel good and like you know yeah. I think it was the Dalai Lama or something said like the most selfish thing you can do is be generous Because it just makes you feel good. So I like to do it. But like sometimes it's hard to find. Actual volunteer opportunities. Because they want you to commit. For like six months. A year. And do like 20 hours a week. And it's just like this is a volunteer thing. So like every once in a while. I'll go and I'll volunteer. With like a church group or something like that. And it just irks me. I don't say anything. But I'm going to say stuff now. It just irks me how like. They're like, oh, let's give these people these things. And then let's say, in the name of Jesus, this is from Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And it's just like, they're, and, and like, it's, the crazy stuff is they'll ask people, they'll say, like, can we pray with you? And the people will say no, and they'll do it anyways. And that <laughs> stuff, just like, really, it's like, you want to know why people don't like religion? <laughs> right there. That's it.
1: Yeah, it's like you're helping, you know, you're helping yourself. You're not helping them. And you're trying to force them to think the way you think. And it's just, yeah, that's not that's not helpful at all. And you're doing it for all the wrong. And that's the thing, though. It's like, what are the reasons you're doing it for? How are you actually, you know, how are you actually helping? And what does it actually say about you? And I think that is mm-hmm. that is a good example though, we're like, that's what always bothered me about it, too, because the institution becomes more interested in its own survival than it does in anything else that actually matters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I mean, there was also all the other stuff where you had a bunch of bad seeds in the Catholic Church just raping little boys. So like that'll turn people help. off too. <laughs> but but again, that's not like at, at least in my perspective, that's not anything against God. That's just like there are bad people no matter where you go. Well, people are also you know as soon as you
1: start an organization, people get greedy. People are you know get addicted to power. There's all kinds of things. No, I agree with you. I think. The idea of God and faith is, I think, a personal thing. And I think it can be very good. I think it just depends. Like, And you know what's funny is like, this is one of the other things, not that we're going to teach you too much, but he said like, you know, it's that dogmatism that comes with like religion that can be problematic too, where you close your mind off to anything else. But we, when when you lose your religiously, that can also happen with anything. You see that with science too. You see that with conspiracy theorists, people just shut down anything else and they believe that. You know, only their way is the right way. And it's like, that can't be right. So, you know, there's definitely mm-hmm. other ways to do things. So I think that's also part of it. But I think if yeah. we have, a, if we have a concept of God, if we believe it should be something that makes us better. Without mm-hmm. a doubt. I think that should be part of it.
0: Yeah. So here's some of the reasons why I believe. I didn't okay. always. I, I actually dropped out of Hebrew school when I was like eight years old or something like that. But, uh... The Basically, there was a time in my life where I had this mountain that I did not think was possible to be moved. And I said to the God, to the universe, to whatever, you know, if this thing is moved, I'll know that you're there. And it was moved. And so that was like, that was proof enough for me. And then I also noticed that, like, I'm the type of person where... If the shoe fits wear it, if it doesn't, that's fine. Just toss it out, you know? And so I tried it on and my life got a lot better with it. So ended, ended up working for me. But I generally don't tell people that I'm religious or spiritual or believe in God because it just, it rubs people the wrong way. And I totally get it because I do not like when people start proselytizing to me about any type of God.
1: Well, because I think a lot of people think of it and they think you're going to, again, try to convert them, right? Then that's what you're interested in, not about just the idea. But I like that mm-hmm. method, you know, that if it works for you, it works for you, right? If it makes things better, then yeah, then clearly adopt it. I think that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. It doesn't matter if anything exists or not, because most of it is just made up. I mean, all of it's made up anyway. So just, you know, if it works for you, it works for you. Great. Use it. Because if it's something that makes things better, it makes it easier to deal with, it makes it Makes you better equipped to handle the world around you. Then yeah, that's a good thing. Why get rid of it?
0: Yeah. And isn't it crazy? At the end of the day, we're all going to die anyways. So, like, yep.
1: can't get away you from know,
0: that. And, and like, if, if there is a God and people believe in him, then they'll go to heaven and they'll be, you know, on God. But if there is no God and people don't believe in him, then they're just dead. So it doesn't, it really yeah. doesn't matter. Either way, it all comes to an end.
1: Yeah, it's funny too because there's there's so many different conceptions of God and so many different ways that you know when you study when you study religions and stuff. What always fascinated me is all the different ways like we've portrayed gods in history in different cultures. It's very interesting, you know, where some have many, some you have only one, some they're kind of like more like humans, some they're not. Like it's really interesting and the powers like given. Is, I don't know. I always find it fascinating,
0: and it's. If- it's cool because it's always like something bigger than yourself. Yeah. All right. So like I one of the things that I found interesting about 12-step groups is like they believe in a a power greater than themselves. Higher power, greater than themselves. And but it's like it's a higher power of your own understanding. Yeah. So it can be whatever you want it to be. And there's and so there's still so much resistance. To that, but it's not because of that actual idea. Most of the time, it's resistance because when they were children, they were forced to go to church, (laughs) or they were raped by some priest, or all this different stuff. That's the reason that it. uh, That's a good reason. (laughs) That's a good reason. Totally. You know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, again, living in living in America, there's things against cruel and unusual punishment, but. Like seriously, I think we go way too easy on those guys. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's funny to go. I think the the twelve says it's funny too because I, I remember I remember of it too because they say it can be any of your own making, but then they just keep saying, "God, I got it." And I think that also wrote people the wrong way because it, like it sounds like they're talking about one, but they're not. I know they're not, mm-hmm. but it's like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's gotta be your own design. I think there's the other problem though, because if we go to if we look, if you look elsewhere, if you if you have faith or you're looking and you look elsewhere for it, you. Or you take somebody else's idea it's not going to work for you it just won't because it's going to be tailored for them you know so you have to you have to find that relationship yourself Kierkegaard used to say that the highest truth is like your your individual relationship or personal relationship with the absolute and I always like that because it's not about it's not about religion it's not about going to church it's not about institution it's just about your connection to whatever that higher thing is for you mm-hmm hmm yeah because that always got me right that's the well i was gonna say that's the whole point right is that it's supposed to make us better and you see a lot of people that claim to and they're not better and it's like so you know clearly mm-hmm. it's not a one-size-fits-all program it's got to be you know individual i think
0: mm-hmm. yeah and then there's this whole like ai thing that's getting pretty popular now like what if what if we are just some program and some alternate reality and and god was the guy who programmed it you know
1: right yeah it could be crazy Mm -hmm. could be just some like we're just a simulation running or something and like yeah i don't know that gets that gets more believable as we move forward with how fast technology develops doesn't it
0: (laughs) yeah like that that was his username he thought it would be funny to spell dog backwards (laughs) because he really likes dogs And and he's like yeah my username will be god and yeah yeah who knows
1: you know, that is a goal. Yeah. I mean, video games have gotten so good. Technology can so. maybe we are in a simulation. And again, none Either of the they, I, I, I see Either the way.
0: advertisements for these AR glasses all the time. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before people have them on and we forget there's another regular reality.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah I think Apple just came out and they're so funny because like, now you're going to wear them all the time. Kind you of your computers are going to be in front of you and people are going to be like, all the time. It's going to be a mess. I'm,
0: I am no longer getting out of people's way. If they no. are wearing those glasses, I'm walking <laughs> yeah. right through them. Like, yeah. <laughs> Forget it.
1: Well, I remember when I first saw them come out, they were using them, I think uh, they were like augmented reality and they were using them for like training a business, like uh, manufacturing and stuff. And that made sense because it's like, it's like having somebody with you to point things out all the time, which was like, that's that's a good idea. But then like to just use it like because you work on the computer all day seems crazy to <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> but you know, you know, it's just going to be people who use it so they can be on Instagram all day, so they can yeah. be scrolling while they're doing other stuff because they're doing that anyways.
1: Yeah, and you now can... you can't see it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you like that.
0: Yeah. So, I guess uh, anything else you want to say about Is God Dead? No, it's a tough one. I think, you know, time will tell. Yeah. I like I like what you say that it is somewhat personal, and I also oh another thing uh, oh, there was this I forget there was the name of this silly show on I think it was on Netflix it was like God's favorite person or something like that I forget the the title but basically the what it comes down to well there's the possibility that everybody could be correct so like there's this whole yeah. like you know like <laughs> my God's right my God's right and they, and like you know the whole middle east has been just like a a disaster forever because of that but it's like there's a possibility that everybody's right
1: yeah or to say differently that everybody's wrong and Mm -hmm. you know there's some some part of it is right you know
0: (laughs) yeah right yeah so anyways there you yeah. have it. We answered it very succinctly. I think definitively pretty, pretty good, the yeah. question never needs to be asked again, because we just answered it right there. Uh, is, is God dead? I think we know the answer. But anyways, this is the Existential Stoic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor, leave a review, particularly on Apple Podcasts or give us a thumbs up on YouTube, whatever it is. But reviews are like gold for podcasts. Also down in the description, we're looking to put together a product for you guys, either a book, a course, whatever it may be. It'll help your life improve dramatically. So if you could take a few minutes, answer some questions for us, that'll help us put it together. And this is the Existential Stoic Podcast. We will catch you guys next time. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Later,
1: Randy.